0: This is EarthCast. Earthcast EarthCast.org podcasts focus on environmental issues, solutions, and human resilience. These podcasts are produced in conjunction with the AP Environmental Science class at Beekmantown High School and DanvilleScience.org. Interviewing people about known controversial issues can be difficult. In the case of Bitcoin operations, the whole industry is so complicated that most people have taken a wait-and-see attitude. However, when PayPal, Expedia, Microsoft, and even Starbucks are accepting Bitcoin, it's time that the general public learn more about this blockchain phenomenon. So we're going to talk about what Bitcoin is and how it's become controversial. How it's become a vehicle for investors and what role it will play in banking in the future. The technology known as blockchain is what's behind Bitcoin. Blockchain is said to be the future of everything from a new currency like Bitcoin to medical record-keeping, voting, copywriting, and even tax regulation and compliance. An important element about the computing power necessary for Bitcoin mining that we will look at from an environmental aspect is the extraordinary amount of energy used in the mining process and how that has led to some issues for Bitcoin mining. Bitcoin has the largest operations, or Bitcoin mines, in Mongolia, The states of Washington and Virginia in the U.S., Vancouver, Canada, the country of Georgia, and Iceland. The first city to ban Bitcoin operations in the United States is Plattsburgh, New York, where Bitcoin hosting and its huge draw of electricity used in mining has upset the bounds of cheap electricity that the New York Power Authority has allotted for Plattsburgh. Plattsburgh receives 104.5 megawatts of the 2,500 megawatts produced at any given time by the Niagara Power Plant at a rate of 2.5 to 4 cents per kilowatt hour, a rock-bottom rate for electricity that has not changed since the 1950s. Because of the threat of exceeding the 104.5 megawatts of electricity used by residents and the new Bitcoin mining operations, the city of Plattsburgh banned Bitcoin operations until just last week. The city lifted the ban, reaching a deal that would have the Bitcoin hosting companies pay a higher rate once the limit was reached effectively, reserving the ultra-cheap power for the residents of the city. This has created a new industry in the city, and the solution seems to be to have the Bitcoin hosting companies back on track and poised to make Plattsburgh a new center for blockchain hosting. What's more is that the city is working with some of the hosting companies to utilize the heat generated from the Bitcoin operations in the cold northern New York state winter months to heat city businesses and buildings. I'm Zoe Danville, your host for today's Earthcast.org podcast. Our guest, Ryan Brienza, runs a Bitcoin hosting operation in Plattsburgh, New York, called Zafra Hosting. And his company is now looking at new possibilities for growth now that the moratorium on Bitcoin mining has been lifted. Ryan Brianzo, welcome to Earthcast. Can you explain what Bitcoin and cryptocurrency are?
1: Sure. So uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, uh, Bitcoin is a decentralized uh, electronic cash. Um, It's kind of like PayPal or Venmo if you've ever used it, except it's decentralized. It's not tied to any central bank, and it's powered by the blockchain behind it, which is a distributed ledger, Um, and it's a peer-to-peer global currency.
0: Uh, How did you get started in cryptocurrency? Why have you really stuck with it?
1: Uh, I got started right after I graduated high school. Um, I kind of saw the market coming up, and Plattsburgh had a lot of opportunity, especially with the cheap power and the climate here. Uh, for cooling the miners and there was a lot of interest from Wall Street and kind of just around the world. So uh, I've been an entrepreneur a lot of my life and I thought this is a good opportunity and I can bring some benefit to the city I've grown up in.
0: Um, What is your business model?
1: Uh, So Zafra is a hosting company and what a hosting company is is we run a cryptocurrency mining operation. We just don't own any of the hardware. So clients from around the country Send us their uh, the computers or miners that they buy, and we plug them in and manage them for them uh, for a monthly fee.
0: okay, so what have have there been any problems that you've encountered with this?
1: Uh, not really there's the biggest problem I guess, which isn't too much of a problem, is uh, our business depends on Bitcoin, so if Bitcoin were to say go to zero, um, our company wouldn't be able to do uh, host cryptocurrency miners because it wouldn't be profitable. But there are some other implications we can do with the infrastructure that we're putting in place.
0: So, you said if Bitcoin does, um, if it can't stay afloat, you will have no business. Do you have a backup plan?
1: Uh, Yeah, I I have some backup plans, Um, mainly with the infrastructure we have. We could reuse it uh, to host uh, a legitimate data center um, that's not doing uh, cryptocurrency processing like uh, Facebook or what Google owns. So that's kind of a backup plan. I don't, uh, I don't think Bitcoin's going to go to zero. Uh, I think with the most recent drop, it's kind of just there's a lot of hype around it, and uh, there's a lot more down the road to come.
0: Um, What is the problem inherent to cryptocurrency processing?
1: I don't see too much of a problem with it, uh, but I guess at least in the eyes of a lot of other people, is they assume it uses a lot, a substantial amount of power, which in some ways it does, but compared to other things, I don't think it uses that much.
0: What are some uses for the heat generated um, from processing Bitcoin?
1: At the moment, not much. Uh, but what my company has been doing over the past years, is we're working on some interesting ways to recapture the heat. Um, what's been in the press a lot is our BitBox which is a device we invented not to recapture the heat, but it was uh, for installations that were going in buildings uh, to make the build-out process simpler. And uh, the mayor and the city have been adamant on heat recapture, so this box actually can do that, and that's one thing we're trying to push, is we can capture the heat with this box and exhaust it into buildings or other spaces that could use it.
0: Um, So the computers do get very hot. How are they going to be kept cool in the summer?
1: Uh, simply by just getting rid of the heat. The computers don't get too hot, it's the hot air that they blow out. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as you can contain and get rid of that heat, uh, your mine will run or work good.
0: So is it a system of fans or?
1: Yeah, each miner has two fans on it, one an intake and an exhaust. Um, and the exhaust is where when you get a couple hundred or thousands of these, you you have a lot of heat to deal with. Um, so from there we just then use exhaust fans to get rid of that heat. And as long as you can keep the miners below 80 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, they run pretty smoothly.
0: Are the fans going to pose like a noise issue or are they like silent?
1: Um, Depends on the fans you use. There's some that move bigger volumes of air and are quieter. um, And then there's others that are fast and they're loud. Some will make noise, some don't. Uh, It all kind of depends. And one thing we're looking into, too, is liquid cooling. Yes.
0: Um, So is this project... Do you prob- do you intend to expand this project outside Plattsburgh or will you just want to keep it localized?
1: Uh in the long run we are looking to expand outside of Plattsburgh. Uh, the reason I'm in Plattsburgh still is there is a lot of opportunity here and I'd like to bring the opportunity to the area. Um I think Plattsburgh has a lot going for it if since now that the moratoriums lifted, uh, we kind of can expand we can expand and that's what we're working on at the moment and bringing Uh, some benefit with uh, these heat recapturing devices.
0: If Bitcoin were to become a standardized currency, what would some of the implications be?
1: I think it would kind of be the same, or be pretty similar to what there is now. Uh, Currently, 92% of all transactions are digital already. Um, So it would be, I don't think, too big of a shift just depending on, I guess, what you're actually using to pay instead of using U.S. dollars that your bank account says your has or your PayPal account, you'd be using Bitcoin uh, to supplement it. And already I have a BitPay Visa card, which uh, I can spend anywhere um, and it uses Bitcoin to pay for things.
0: Cool. Um, So are there any downsides to using Bitcoin in terms of security and like acceptance rate and, and its application to business?
1: Uh, definitely not on a security side uh, Bitcoin has been around for 10 years and it's never been hacked yet uh, When you see a lot of headlines about hackings, it's usually exchanges or online wallets But if you keep your uh, Bitcoin secured in an offline wallet or cold storage uh, Usually no one can touch it um, Also, the government doesn't have access to it. Nobody has access to it. Your money is your money uh, being it used as a currency and um, The good parts of that is that you can send it to anywhere in the world uh, in seconds for little to no fees, which is very hard to do with uh, like US dollars, for example. And for acceptance, there are more places that are accepting it now. And like I just said in the previous question, I have like a Visa card that I can already use it anywhere. Um, They're not directly accepting Bitcoin, but uh, the credit card processor turns my Bitcoin into cash when I pay for things.
0: Who are your allies in your business other than those who directly benefit from your profits?
1: I guess my allies would be my business partners um, and the other people I'm associated with in business um, that are kind of out of the area too that I've been working on or working with uh, in other parts of the country.
0: Who opposes your business and why?
1: I'd say the citizens of Plattsburgh um, because last year uh, when their power rates went up, Uh, Plattsburgh kind of pointed their finger at the cryptocurrency miners and said it was our fault for making the power rates go up when that's not really the case Um, But from there, I think they still have a bad taste in their mouth on Cryptocurrency and Bitcoin just because of the rates going up, but now that the citizens are protected I think that they'll uh, change their minds uh, in the coming months.
0: How are the citizens protected?
1: Uh, so actually an hour before the moratorium hearing last March uh, the Public Service Commission came out with the Rider-A, which is this new um, tariff for municipalities in New York State that have cheap power. And if there's cryptocurrency miners there and they make them go over their quota, which Plattsburgh has a quota of 104 megawatts, uh, that overage costs would be passed on to the cryptocurrency miners if they were found um, to make the power go over. So last year, uh, before that was implemented all the, when the power went over and Plattsburgh had to buy more expensive power off the open market, that cost got passed on to all the citizens and residents and ratepayers of Plattsburgh. Um, but now, if it goes over during the winter months is when it's gonna go over, it has the possibility of going over. Uh, the cryptocurrency miners now foot that bill.
0: In terms of sustainability in the environment, have you discovered any options that you might allow to integrate your business into other businesses or operations?
1: Uh, yes. Um, uh, For example, going back, our BitBox, that's one thing we're looking to do is uh, bring some free heat um, so that both parties can mutually benefit. And we're experimenting um, and have a prototype up uh, in another town nearby that we're actually reusing the heat uh, for some other businesses uh, or other businesses that aren't even associated with cryptocurrency um, to recycle that heat and make those businesses uh, viable.
0: So would you ever consider maybe not mass-producing, I guess, the bit box. so you say, so other people like you could use it?
1: hmm That's actually one plan of ours, and uh, we're looking to showcase that in Plattsburgh and then be able to sell it as a product to other miners or uh, anybody who kind of would need or could use one, um, either in a mining facility or to recapture heat and heat buildings.
0: How would you have found... How have you found yourself being a leader in the field of Bitcoin mining, or what... In what ways are you a bit of a cog in a larger machine?
1: As a leader, I'd say uh, a lot of the stuff we're doing here, even though this moratorium has prohibited our growth, uh, we've innovated a lot in the last year. We're working on a lot of power distribution units um, that blow all the other competition out of the water uh, from a price to or a cost side of things. Uh, we can build things almost half, at, or Our products are half the price of the stuff you find in the market now. Um, And then our BitBox actually recapturing this heat. No no mining company at the moment is really working on recapturing the heat. The biggest thing is uh, their short term business plans, at least cryptocurrency mining at the moment, or Bitcoin mining. Um, So they kind of build it the cheapest way possible just to get up and running and make as much money in that time. Uh, but since we haven't been able to expand in that time, we've been innovating a bit and uh, thinking outside the box and made a box. So um,
0: so do you feel that educating the general public will help give your business a better rap?
1: Uh, definitely. Um, the biggest, like I said uh, previously, is uh, the biggest concern is when the power went over, the city kind of pointed their finger at the crypto miners to give, uh, give the citizens an answer. And that's why the moratorium mainly went into place. Uh, So I think educating the public would definitely help and they can if they can see the bigger picture Um, Bitcoin is just a small piece of it It was kind of the first implication of blockchain and what's to come after no one really knows yet Um, There are a lot of cool projects and stuff coming but I think Plattsburgh with the cheap power and the interest that wanted to come here if they would have Accepted it and brought those people in uh, big money down from Wall Street um, and around the world they would have had a substantial investment in Plattsburgh and potentially with blockchain growing over the next 10, 20 years, uh, could have brought a lot of growth to the city. Um, for the citizens, it's hard to get people after they were kind of, they saw their electric bills go up, they don't like Bitcoin, they already have a bad taste in their mouth, so it's hard to change somebody's views after that was the first thing they heard, and also get them to do their own due diligence to educate themselves on it. Um, I try, depending on the press and what they'll actually put in the news, is try to educate people if they read the articles um, through there and kind of see the bigger picture. But Thank you. Yeah, thank you.
0: That was Ryan Brienza, CEO of Zafra Hosting in Plattsburgh, New York, who now has a new opportunity to pair his business with cheap electricity to benefit the city that he operates his business in to heat buildings in a way that is innovative and environmentally friendly. Thank you for listening.
1: This is Earthcast.
0: Earthcast Earthcast.org podcasts focus on environmental issues, solutions, and human resilience.